0: Kutesikis Khelach Zazin Parsha Sava, we're going to be discussing the one of the big day kuhuna, which is the m which is the robe, and the, the, the iser, which is to rip the robe. And this is going to be based on Rashi, Pshutaisha Mikra. It says in the Possak, but sivu vassis maya l'ephaidmir. It says uh, the command, regarding the command you shall make him ill of the aphoid, ksiv safa yu saviv maisa oy kfi sahriya lo yikareya. There shall be a rim around it, surrounding it. It should be a work of a weaver. It should be like um, it should be like the opening of a suit of armor. It shall not become ripped. Basically, the pasuk telling us that when you're making the me'il, the top of the me'il, that's where where the head would be put in. You have to make a you have to fold the top into it, so it should be in a sense like a double border around the neck. And the purpose of that is of this double border by the collar, it should be that it ripped. So, Pierce Rashi. So, Rashi explains, what does it mean, that it should not become ripped? This is giving an explanation. Why are we supposed to have this folded over uh, border, which is similar to a uh, opening of a suit of armor? The reason for that is that it should not rip. And he who rips it is over on a as So, we will see the rest of Rashi uh, in the next Sif. So, for any movement... He says it's not understood. He says the not seems like a little bit of a steer in Rashi. In the beginning of Rashi, he translates the word lo as a reasoning, in order that it should not rip. So the union of Loi Kareya is not an union of atzmai. it's not a command. Rather, it's a continuation of the prior part of the pasik. Why do you have to make this type of uh, border around the opening of the neck? The reasoning of that is in order that it shouldn't rip. So the rashi is that with He says, he says when you read the rest of rashi, when you continue reading. He adds with a vava as, moisev, as if he's continuing the same interpretation, he says, He who rips it is oivir nalath. But with these, it seems like he's translating the words Lay not as a reasoning at this point, but as a command. You're not allowed to rip it. Meaning, in other words, there's two ways how to read this pasik, and this is actually what Mefarshan do. One way of reading the pasik is, is it's, one, it's one continuation. The pasik's describing how the meal is made, and it says, Why is the meal made in this way? It's an order that it shouldn't rip. It's one continuation. The second way how read it is, it's telling you what the meal looks like. It's going to look like this, um, it's going to be looking, it tells you how it looks like and the opening is going to be, look like the suit of armor, period. And then it tells you an Isser, you're not allowed to rip this meal. So it's not a continuation of why it's supposed to look in this particular way. Loi yikareya is actually a new concept. This is a part A of the Pasik telling you this is how it's supposed to look. This is how it's supposed to be made. And then part B of the Pasik tells you that you're not allowed to rip this particular garment. Nothing to do with uh, how it's folded and how the opening looks. But it seems like according to Rashi, he's putting both of these things together. Uh, so that is the shaila. H- how is he translating Loi yikareya? But me avgdilem as he says the question is even stronger than what we're saying because bigamar isa the umrav khava umrav bihudda hame hame kareya big dekhuna allaikashnamar loy kareya the gmar tells us that the rakhava is the name of bihudda someone who rips the big dekhuna gets malkus because it says in the pusik you shouldn't rip it it should not become ripped so mask of law of akhbar yakov dumahikumarahmana na wali spaki hay khadallaynikara so he asks rav a asks he says, why Rehavah are you holding? That it's a lamb that you're supposed to split the pasuk into two. The first part's telling you how it's supposed to be made. And the second part's telling you that it's an isser to rip this garment. Maybe it's a continuation. The pasuk's just telling you that this is how it's made. And why is it made in this way? It's an order that it shouldn't get ripped. So he answers back, kasif Does the pasuk say, in order that it shouldn't be ripped? Meaning is the word, it doesn't say, Shiloi. Shiloi means that it should not become ripped. So if it would have said, then, I'm, then I know it's a continuation of the prior part of the Pasuk. And it's giving a reason. Make it this way in order that it should have But the Pasuk doesn't say that. That means that the interpretation, how the Gemara is learning it, is actually a, if you're going to say that it means, in order that it should not become ripped, is actually a contradiction to the pshat that it's a lav. So either, the like Gmar is telling us, one Moira holds that it's a lav, and the other Moira says, what do you mean it's a lav? It's, it's, it's an asinistam. It's giving us a reasoning why you are not know to rip it. So he, says, so he answers back, no, it can't be a, giving us a reasoning, because if it was a reasoning, it would have said, in order that it shouldn't rip. It doesn't say that. It says it's like its own point. Loi it should not rip. That's clearly a, a command. So, which way is it? And just, and just to look at R3, he says, He says, It's very hard to say that. You know, maybe this word means both things. Because one word does not mean two things. How would you, how would you what would be a way to learn, learn it, meaning both, both ways? So this is how you would read it. Like, I'll give you a third option. And they are saying, that you can't really say that in Rashi, and that's clearly also not at the Gemars. Uh, learning it. Third way of learning it is it's a reason, meaning, is why are you making it in this way? It's an order that it should not rip. So, from this, that the PASIC is telling you that it's an order it should not rip, obviously, you're not allowed to rip it. So, her is telling you, you have to do this whole double forward in order that it shouldn't rip. So, a little bit of logic would tell you that if the purpose of making it in this way is in order not to rip it, that obviously means that you're not allowed to rip it. So really, the Pasik's is telling you two things. It's made this way that it shouldn't rip. But from this, that it's made in this way, it shouldn't rip. It's telling you that it's also to rip it. So couldn't you maybe learn, that would be a, another option of learning. He says, but that's not alder habshat Hapshat. habshat is, it's either giving you a reason, in order that it, meaning is, when you're saying that the reason why it's made in this way is an order that it shouldn't rip, there's no reason to take it to, like a step further. And say that it also means that there's an actual Avera to rip it. Let's go weiter. He says, this is how we see how the Meforshay HaTorah learn this passage Some learn it that it's a reasoning for that which would says earlier, and others who explain it as a law on its own." So we talk talked to see the also that you learn it one way or the other. So it's a it's a strong shayla. How is it that Rashi is combining two opposite explanations into one p'irsh? In other words, is do you're supposed to read the Pasik as a reasoning, or are you going to read lo kareya as a iser? So base the hemshich Rashi shan. So continue reading Rashi. He says like this. He says this of Loyukarea, this is a ripping them meals, one of the um is part of the minion, is part of the count of the Lavim of the Tara. As we know we have three hundred and sixty five Lavim. And similarly we have Lo Yiza you're not allowed to uh, cause the the breastplate, the Khoyan, to move away from the aphoid. And similarly, Lo Yusura you're not allowed to remove the poles from the Aran. Right? The the iron had poles that they used to carry it with. You're not allowed to remove those poles uh from it. So what's Rashi trying to say over here? He says be pashtes nirash akvanus Rashi by sofesh shazem iminyan lavish to he lahavi roaya shaloy yikarei hu lav. After mashmas the kalsavik Rashi tehilas perusha kdeish shaloy He says the Why is Rashi adding this idea that this is one of the lavim of the tire? How is that helping us? Like what does that add to his pshat? He says, but Pashas, the reasoning is, he's trying to prove that it's also a lot means, even though pshutai shal mikra. it seems like it's just giving a reason, and I'll just add a point. Why does it seem that it's just giving a reason? Because there's, it's not said in a way of a command, it's saying in a way almost of a story, this is how this thing is being made, it shall not be ripped. It doesn't say you shall not rip it, it's just saying that it shouldn't be ripped. It seems like it's saying a story in a sense, that this is how it's made and, and it shouldn't become ripped. So Rashi needs to prove that it's also a lav that you're not allowed to rip it. He says because it's from one of the it's one of the lavim of the Torah. So from this that it's one of the lavim of the Torah. Obviously, uh, that's how you're supposed to read the pasuk. The any movement Rashi shemikra He says, but this proof is not understood. He says Rashi learns is all based on Shuta shemikra. That means that if Rashi uh, learns that this is a lav, he needs to have a proof. From the from the sukkim itself, he can't prove that this is the simple interpretation of the words of the s'pasik. From this, that we know that in the gemara or someone else it tells us that this is a lav, which by the way is not even so simple. That's one of the lav. The 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 mitzvahs, the, the one the, the that count the mitzvahs. Not all of all of them even actually count this as a lav on its own. But either way, the point is, you can't even if it did say somewhere in the gemara or in the medrash that this is a lav, you can't use that if it's not. Pashup shot in the Pasuk. if it's not seen in the actual words. Rashi would not use it because his point is not to explain Madrashim or explain Halacha. So we're in the Passock itself, in the Pesukim itself, do we see that it's a lav. He says, Va'amdam, <laughs> he says, etim inyam mitzvah who Rashi he says, it's true. This concept that there's a minion of mitzvahs, that there's 630 mitzvahs, Rashi has brought this idea in the Torah before, as we know by Loven and Loven-Gerati, Tayag-Mitzvah-Shamerati, and other places as the rubber brings that are. But the Shemikra, so we know it makes sense that there's such a concept. But the shaila really is, there's no hechrech in the Psukim that Loi Kareya is part of this minion. So it's not a proof. Oh, that has to mean that it's a law because it's part of the minyan mitzvahs. Where in the pesukim do we actually say that this is one of the uh, minyan mitzvahs? Ziv Gimel. Yes, <laughs> Mizeh going There's even another question. See in Rashi, V'chein La ha Ha'Choshen, V'chein La Yisur Menu Ha'Namarchulu. He says the end of Rashi regarding the the Choshen and the, the law regarding the arn, removing the uh, poles from the arn. He says, "The Mepharshim explains, why is Rashi bringing these to Lavim. The Kvan of Rashi is is to bring examples that. Loy could be both, it could be two things. It could be on one hand, it could be a lav on its own. And at the same time, it's also a reasoning of what that was said earlier. He says, He says, Rashi's trying to bring a proof that you can see that even in HaShemikra, you can have um you can have a lav, which is giving a reasoning of what that was said earlier, meaning of why do we have this particular mitzvah, why is it made in this particular way, it's in order for it shouldn't rip. And at the same time, it's also telling you that you're not allowed to rip it. He says, because we see this in other places. These other places, they're giving you reasons. The reason why you need to have, you need to tie the choshen with, um, with, with the strings and, 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 and the gold chain to the eifoi, the reasoning was, it should, so it shouldn't slip. At the same time that it shouldn't slip, it's also telling you a lot that you're not allowed to make it slip. And by the bottom, also, the reason why you have to put the bottom into the R and it has to be done in a tight way, because you're not allowed to, not allowed to move it. Uh, so we see that it's a reasoning. At the same time, it's also a Lav. First of all, he says, we could still ask, even with these two other Yisurim, how does Rashi know that these are Lavim in the tyra? Like Hagufa Kashi, he's bringing two proofs that we see this concept earlier. That these things are said as a way of a reasoning, but they also mean a love. How do you know that they're love? Maybe it's just the reasoning there too. He says, but in addition, another question. He says, these two Rashi doesn't explain over there that these words are a reason and also a love on their own. So Mamanashah, eem Yashnu Kay Shul the Fash Loikarea, Him Katam Mehinkalab. If there is a question and there's is an issue with you, by our pasik of Loi Kareya, to say that it means there git reason and a love, then hayy Rashi the Varzay Salasab La Yasur Bala Yizah, a murm kedm lakhain. So Rashi should have explained right, at, right the first time it was mentioned, but by La by Yasasuru and Beloi Yizach that which were said before this pasik and said, hi, how could it mean uh Nisina's Tam? And Allah, he should have had this issue there already and, and said something about it. And if you're going to say the reason why Rashi doesn't explain. Um, this concept earlier is because it's fashid. Even a five-year-old child can figure this out, that these words mean a lav and it means a nesina's Then why does Rashi have to explain an in our pasach? What's the problem with our Pasuk? Then all of a sudden we have an issue. Fine, so these are the uh, questions that we have on Rashi. Just to go over them quickly. A, Rashi seems to give two contradictory pshatim. Does Loi yikareim, is that a reasoning or is that a lav? Second of all, he says it's from the minyan a lav in Shabbatairah. How does he know that's from the Minyan Halav and Shabtah? He's bringing that as a proof that this is the translation. It's kadesh Kara, it's, it's, it's a, a Lab. How does he know that this is even a from the Torah? And then he brings two proofs from laiza HaKhayish, and Laishasur, and Emmanuel. And the Shail is, first of all, the, where, the, those places themselves, how does he know that it's a halav? And then a bigger question is, why doesn't Rashi explain over there that they mean two things, that it's a in and sinas time. How is a five-year-old child supposed to know over there that it means both things? And if it's Pashat, that uh, the child would figure that out on his own, then also Ba'as, he would have figured it out on his own. So the first question that we had, how, why does Rashi give two contradictory pshatim? So the Peshatim give an answer. He says, He says, He says, they are saying is that Peshatai Shemikra, even though the Gemara doesn't learn this way, the words, are not commands, but they're giving a reasoning for that which is said earlier. right? And the reasoning is, is like, why would they learn that way? It's because the Pasik is speaking in a way of a story. It's not, you, it's not telling you a command. It doesn't say, and you shall not rip it. It's telling you this is how it's made, and shall not become torn. So it's much about that. It's giving a reason. It doesn't say something that you're supposed to do. Do not rip it. But if this was just, the purpose of the Pasuk was just giving a reason why it was made in a particular way, He says, but the problem is, if it was just in the Sinistam, then the Pasuk should have said, Like the Gemara asks, if it's just in the Sinistam, why, why are you missing the shin? The shaloi, that it shall not rip. So they want to say is from this that you have on one hand it doesn't say you shouldn't tear so it's clearly it's giving a reason but on the other hand it's missing out an important letter that you shall not rip so it's very gray it's, it's on one hand it can't be a reason but on the other hand it can't be a command so rather what is it it's really both the reason why it's written in this way is that you should be able to translate it in both ways. Ella Shadai and Kasha, because the il sev gimel, byadu like Pirush Rashi calls Eisli il Allah Yisurav v'lo Yizach. He says, "I He says, but that doesn't really answer all the questions because if that's shot, why doesn't Rashi also tell us this by la Yisurav v'lo Yizach? Meaning, if. Even up, you're able to teach these words to mean two things. I, we said earlier, how could one word mean a giving of a reasoning and at the same time it's a love? So we answer that. The reasoning is because it's not written in the regular way. If it was written the regular way, in a it would mean one way or the other. But since over here it's written, in a way that it's not giving a command, but at the same time it's not written in a way that it's giving a reasoning, it's trying to tell you that you're supposed to read both things into it. But Ayybazoi, that's not so pashat, and Rashi should have explained it earlier, but he doesn't. So, hey, Abir Bezaz, the Rebbe is going to give his own pshat, and he's going to learn it differently than the other Mepharshim. The other Mepharshim taught Pshut HaShemikra was, that it means it's giving a reasoning. The Rebbe is going to learn, no, Pshut HaShemikra is that it's a laugh these things are giving a reasoning. It's it, it's not sorry it's not giving a reasoning it's giving a command on their own you have to read it as a period. Lo do not make this thing slip. Lo do not remove the bad. And the reasoning is because if it was a reasoning, then it should have said Shlo Yisur, Like the Gemara asks a very good question: if it was a reasoning, it would have written it see Yizach. <speaking in foreign language> it was, I we had earlier, it doesn't say Lo or, you shouldn't remove it or you shouldn't make it slip because if it would have said you shouldn't do it that's clearly saying it's a command on the person <speaking in foreign language> saying you, it's a, a second person rather what does it say? it should not become removed it should not, it should not be slipped it should not uh, slip or become loose. So he says, so how can you explain it as a command? He says, but it's easier to explain it as a way of command, as the Rebbe's gonna explain. He says, He says, how can you explain it? It means is that the person needs to make sure that the badim will not be removed from the tabois. Similarly, the person needs to make sure that the Christian does not slip or, or uh, slip away uh, from the ephod and has to remain attached. So even though it doesn't say that you shouldn't do it, but you're able to easier explain that's what the Pasek saying. The Pasek telling you how it's made and then says, lo yizach, it shouldn't become uh, switched, meaning as whoever's the one who's making the ephod, the uh, sorry, the one who's making the choshan and eventually the one who's going to wear it has to make sure that it's not going to actually uh, slip away. So it could be read as a command. Right. So even though the is not talking about a act of the person, it's talking about the badam themselves, how the bottom is supposed to be. But you could say that's the responsibility of the person to make sure that these are how the bottom are supposed to be. Al Kushi because of the But in our Pasuk, regarding la kharia, there's a shaila. This is a binyan nifa. To give a little introduction regarding um, lashon kodesh and its grammar, so binyan nifal means it's passive. Something's happening to the object. So you say kareya means it should not become torn. Something's happened to it. You cannot. Uh, it shouldn't become torn. Meaning is something else is trying to tear, and you not that. Uh, that thing is not allowed to become torn. Masha'inkim by the other words we had loyizach and loyisasuru, that is lashon makar, meaning is it's also a verb. But it's not something that's happening. It's just telling you a, an action that shouldn't happen. It means this this should not be uh, means, it shall not be removed or loyizach it shall not slip. So it's not um, it's not passive in the sense. It's not saying it's not saying that something is not allowed to happen to this item. It's just saying that you're not allowed to do this something. It's like saying, uh, you're. Be for for example, the difference between, saying there is no eating. Or you should not be fed, and so n- there's no eating allowed. The implication is, it doesn't make a difference how, like it doesn't make a difference how it's done. You're not allowed to. There's no eating, while being fed is much, but that something's happening to you. So also in our situation, loy karea would mean that it cannot become uh, torn. So let's read it inside now and see how that explains it. He says, if this pasuk was the same as yizach meaning is it's a command saying you're not allowed to do this particular thing, then it sh- there needs to be some type of ha'isafa, some type of an added idea. Those because ad- these other psukim don't have this lashon nifal that something's happening to it. Um, as we have an example of this by molacha on Yomtif. It says, no molacha is allowed to be done uh, during, on it, during Pesach. So what does Rashi say? What does it mean no is to be done on it? It means, even to get someone else to do it. Meaning it's, it's not just you can't get someone else to do it. It cannot be done at all. You can't tell a goy, you can't tell a child, nobody is allowed to do malacha for you on, on, on Yomtif. That's why it says it shouldn't be done by them, meaning is even in a passive way, Belach has not allowed to be done, even if you're not the one doing it. So, <speaking in Hebrew> He says, well, If you're going to say that's this idea, it cannot become torn through you, meaning you can't tell a child to rip it, can't, don't tell a guy to rip it, that would imply that's only by, Lo by the, rip it. but by the, let's say by the bottom of the arm, it's just the Pasuk telling you that you're not allowed to rip it, you're not allowed to pull it out, but you're allowed to tell somebody else to pull it out. Obviously not, right? By the Choshin, if the Pasuk is just saying that you're not allowed to uh, remove the Choshin or cause it to slip from the aphoid, it obviously means that it's not allowed to be done at all. So why is it using a different expression? Even by all, even by these other isurim, Lo Yizach and Lo it, you're, it's, not allowed to, it's not allowed to happen to the item itself. It's not just that you're not allowed to do it. It's that it cannot even happen to the item itself. So why does it use this different expression if it means the same thing by all of them? So that's Rashi's hachrich. That must be in our kareya. That's where Rashi was bothered in our specifically. And that's why he only gives us peer here. The other two psukim, you can learn it just a lot. The person needs to make sure that this and this doesn't happen. But over here we're saying, is it's not just that you're making sure that it doesn't happen. You have to also make sure, you are also allowed to make sure it doesn't happen even through others. Therefore Rashi explains that is the, the change in the expression of the Pesach is also giving us a reasoning. Because it's not similar to the on the other hand, it doesn't say it says So it also needs to mean a love and a So since the is written, it has to mean a command, because it doesn't say as the us. But on the other hand, it can't just mean a, a command on its own. Because then it would have just written it the same way as the other Psukim did, Why is it writing it uh, writing in a way of Laikarea, which is the Indian of Nifl, which is passive? And it can't be because an added idea in Allah that it cannot even happen through others, because that's the same by all of them. Alama'i is trying to give you a reasoning for the pasik. So this is how you'd read it according to what we're saying right now. The way how you'd read the pasik is that you are not allowed, that you're the reason why you need to make the mi'il in this um, style, is because it cannot become, it cannot become ripped. And, it, and therefore, since it cannot become ripped, you're also not allowed to rip it. Meaning is there's this, it's made in this, since there's an isser, that this item is not allowed to be ripped. Therefore, it's also being made in such a way that, it's not be, uh, it, that it cannot become ripped. So the, it's, in a sense, connecting the Pasik to the laf. So la is taka laf. You're not allowed to rip it, but it cannot become ripped. So therefore, it's telling you that it's also connected to the prior part of the pasuk, saying is why are we making it in this way? It's in order that you should be able to keep your love and making sure that it doesn't become ripped. Let me Viter. Vav. He said, still it's not understood. If the Pasik's telling you a command, why is the Pasik saying it like in a hint that it shouldn't become ripped? And then you understand that it means that um, you're not allowed to rip it. Shouldn't it say, say it clearly? Uh, meaning, we have always a rule that when the Torah is telling you how especially Allah and Isser, the Torah says it clearly. Since this Pasik, Shalayi you could read in different ways, as we see in the in themselves. Some are reading it just as a time, some are reading it as a love. Rashi puts it together. But it could be read just as a time. that means there wouldn't be an, even an Isser to rip it. Why would the Pasik write in, in not a clear way? So Rashi has to grapple with that. Meaning, as Rashi is explaining, that it means a Nasinistam and a Fine. So the Pasik was written in a way to kind of tell you both ideas. That the reasoning why you're not why you're making in this way is in order that you could be you can make sure that it doesn't become ripped, but but lechayru there's an issue is that it's not clear what the pasik means, and we always have a rule that the pasik and isr needs to be written very clearly, and that way it's not going to be very clear what it means. So I came Amshir Rashi Shazem Minyan Lav Shabatayra Zeshi Ish Mashmois Tevel Loikher Agam Lav Eine Keday Lashmi Eine Keday Lashmi Eino Kanes Etzme Iser Lekroysim Il. He says, "This is what Rashi continues that this is from the count of the lav and the Torah. He's meaning this that the words loy is implies not just a reasoning but also a lav. It's not coming to teach us that there is an iser, right? Because if it's coming to teach us an iser, it's supposed to, it should have been written clearly as we just said. So Rashi's telling us this pasuk is not coming to teach us this iser. Meaning, it is a love. But it's not coming to teach us that love. Because we already know that there's a lava of ripping them eel from another place, as we'll see in the next paragraph. So we already know that it's us. The reason why the Pasuk telling us uh, that it's that it's a lav is just to tell you that it's part of the count of the lava of the tire. Meaning, is you have to count this as one of the 365 lava. This that you're not allowed to do it, that's, we already know from somewhere else, that's clear, that's bar, that's fine. Here, it's just telling you that it's part of the count. So, just to tell you that it's part of the count, it could be written in an unclear way. And why was it written in an unclear way? You know, probably because. They wanted to do that thing, giving a reasoning at the same time, telling you that trying to do two things, giving you a reasoning why it's made in such a way, the 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 meal, and at the same time telling you that it's part of the count. So Kvanus akasav kan he lichlal sa iser how you do a bechashmin shasal leisa say. sorry. is kan you do <speaking in English> he says the fun of the pasik is to be kolol and is to the right we already know about in the shasal. is say, therefore, it's muchrich over here that um, there needs to be this implication of a because it wants to tell us that it's part of the minyan alavim, but it could also at the same time be written in a way of a remes. So a manan yedinas etzim isra kriyasim il. How does that move in paschas min a kasev al il? A sisa big day kaidish goyim al chavir losaferis beghura ene al chavir sifers. How do we know that it's usur to rip the meal? He says we know the summer kolar pasuk that some of our says earlier. It says at the beginning you should make big day kaidish lachavir for honor and for beauty. So obviously if you have a ripped beghed, having ripped clothing is not lachavir losaferis. So just by reading the pasuk Khavlus losaferis, we already know that you're that it cannot become torn. That you need to make sure that it's. That it's intact without any rips. So by telling us Korea, it's not telling you another din or an item that you wouldn't have done anyways. Anyways, I wouldn't have ripped it, because if I know, if I ripped it, it won't be Lukabaluk Affairs. And that's how you're supposed to be making the baggage. So anyways, I know you're not allowed to rip it. So Elma, why does it say lo Korea here? It's not telling you that's new concept. That I knew already. It's just telling you that it's also part of the Minyan Halav. Zayn. He says, khair, We can ask. We see in many places in the Torah that the, the Torah will be most of a lav in order to say, tell the person you're, if you do this particular error, you're actually being over on two lavim. But nonetheless, they're written all the lavim in a way of it's meaning, is according to the pshat that the rabbi is giving. Whenever the Torah wants to give, uh, tell you one Aver, and it tells it to you twice, to tell you that you're over on two Lavin, really what it should it have done is, it should have said it one time, this is the Esr. It could have said it clearly, it's a command, this is asser. And then the second time it said it, it didn't need to say it in such a clear way. It could have said it in a way of a came, But it doesn't do that. It's a, it's a Zokta Sklar. It he says, nonetheless, when the Torah wants to say it even a second time, it still says it in a clear way. So also over here, uh, even though we already know there's an iser, and it's just coming to tell you that um, that, that this, this iser is also a lav, it should have said it in a clear way. Meaning our Havamino you know, was, that you only need to say it clearly once. But the second time, you don't need to have it as clear. You could even just say in a way of a remez, that uh, this thing is prohibited. And, you know, you have to look at each love why the Torah says it a second time. It usually means, obviously, to show how strict it is that you're going to be over on two love and just not one love. Uh, so also over here, even though it's just coming to tell you that it's part of the minyan ha'lavim, it should have said it in a clear way because when the Torah repeats a love, every time it says it, it's up So if they say, Ya'ashiv rashi hakara ha'kaira'iv bala'av minyan lav shazamim minyan la'av, minyan Meaning is one of the questions we had is why does Rashi bring in the idea? Uh, so initially we thought shazem iminyan alav is a proof that Rashi wants to prove that hakareya means Allah, that you're not allowed to cause it to become ripped, and we had shaylas on that. So the Rebbe is saying it's not a proof; it's giving a reasoning. He's giving a reasoning why um, why the Torah is is saying that this it's giving you a reasoning why the Torah is saying this in a way that's not clear he's saying the reason why it's saying it in a non-clear way is because this is part of the meaning of love in shabbataira meaning is this that uh it's a reasoning this that 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 it's a meaning of shabbataira is telling you the reason why if you rip it you're going to be over laf that the cause that you're going to be over is only because it's part of the Minyan hamitzvah shibe tayra and the rabbi is going to explain other places of the Torah, when they're being most of a lav, it's in order to make this a much stronger type of Isra, and the person feels, wow, the Torah said it so many times, I'm not allowed to do it, you know how strict it is. So this causes it to become easier for the person not to do this Isra, because he knows how strict it is, and he'll refrain from doing it. He says, But over here, when it says, a the purpose is not to scare the person or to make show the person how strict it is. Rather, the whole the of the Pasuk is, is to tell you that it's also part of the Minyan Halav. And only as an outcome, you're also going to be over in love. Yeah, since the purpose of the person is not to tell you that you're over in a It's just to tell you that it's part of the of Mitzvah, therefore it doesn't write in such a, in such a way. Meaning is if the purpose, Taka, was in a sense to make the person feel the then, every, then it makes sense that every single time it has to say in a very clear, bardic way, don't do this, don't do this. But when the purpose is not to in a sense, make the person have a hergish of the chaym her but rather it's just to tell you that it's part of the three hundred sixty-five mitzvahs. Then it's nothing to do with the person himself, right? If it has to do with feeling. Then I understand you shouldn't do this, but I'm not trying to make you have a certain feeling. I'm just telling you a point, like like an important point, that this is part of the ha' mitzvahs. And the reason why that's important, just to add, is because if loy karez just just part of the mitzvah of seferis then it's basically a mitzvah essay. Right, mitzvah's essay you don't get Malkus for, and there's many differences between a mitzvah essay and a mitzvah's essay. So if it was just part of Lechavah seferis then it would have certainty. So this Pasik is coming to tell you that it's not just Lechavah seferis There's also a special idea over here, that you're not allowed to cause this thing uh, to be ripped, and um, therefore it's, a, uh, it's also a loisah uh, involved over here. So it's giving you a point of knowledge. Therefore it doesn't need to be written in a way which is stressing the person's not, uh, inability to do the particular thing. The Gemara writes, we understand why the Gemara, Rashi changes from the Gemara. The Gemara writes that someone who rips the big gets Malkus. But over here it's written, he who rips it is even Why doesn't he stress that it's Malkus? Had Gasha. He says Rashi is not trying to stress the. On the contrary, what he's trying to do is um, uh, he's trying to tell you that also has a. Mash-ma. He's telling you that. It's not only a reasoning, but also has an implication of a love. And the reasoning is. Uh, sorry, I read it wrong. He says, this that also has an implication of love is only as an outcome from this that is from the Minyan lam of love. Meaning Taira. Meaning uh, this that I'm even saying that it's a love is not the most important point. What I'm trying to tell you is that it's part of the 365 uh, mitzvah say of the Taira. And therefore, you should know that it's also a loisa say. So it's not even the main stress. Like for the person, if, if the, had, had the, the had gosha was to tell the person, you're not allowed to do something, then the main stress should be, you're not allowed to do this. This is a love. And also it's part of the I minyanalav. It's part of the count. But what Rashi is trying to tell us, that that's not the main point of the pasuk. The main point of the Pasik is to tell you that this is part of the Ming and therefore since it 's part of the Ming of love and therefore if you 're over on it you 're actually over in a Allah and not just an essay that 's like a secondary point, and therefore also the Pasik doesn 't say it as clearly by its because when does it have to be clear that's when it's, uh, when it's when' it's, um, it's trying to stress the person's pula that he needs to do, but it 's not stressing the person's pula, therefore it could be written in a way. Um, that it explains the reasoning of the mitzvah and also tell, tells you that it's part of the minyanah mitzvahs, etc. Fine. Ches. alav. So the shayla is, why, why is this the only time in the Torah that the Torah adds, adds, a, adds a lav only to tell you that it's supposed to be counted in the minyanah mitzvahs, the minyanah lavun? Like, it's funny. It's like, we're only putting this in not to tell you that you're not allowed. You're the guy we already knew. It's just to tell you that it's part of the minion. And therefore, since it's part of the minion, then obviously you're going to be over in Allah and you'll get Malchus and all these other things. We don't find that. Why, why over here specifically is the Torah doing it? We don't see this by other places. So, Rashi Elu Iser So, uh, Therefore Rashi's mom, and his pirish. He says, These lavim, there's also no chiddush in the Atzem iser. Meaning as is we also would have known, even without these words, that you're not allowed to move the badim and you're not allowed to cause the choyshin to slip from its spot. Um, so why is the Pasuk telling us? The Pasuk is telling us to tell you that these things are also part of the minyad halavim. Then you get the should you should attach the khaysh with a blue string in order that it always uh, that will always be on top of the belt of the afit Pierce the the pshad is the reason why you're tying it is that the khaysh should always be attached to the belt of the afit so we see from this that the Torah is telling us that you need to have these strings and you need to make it attached the ephoid, that, that, that it's not allowed to slip. Because it says it needs to be dove. It needs to be attached to it. <laughs> the Pasuk tells us that in the rings of the aren, you need to have the badim. So that's very clear what we're supposed to do. This is a very clear command that the badim are supposed to be in there. So we don't need to have these second Pasuk loyifix to tell us the din. We already know the din, yet that, that, this is, that that are not allowed to be removed. From this, that the Torah adds these lavin is clear that regarding the Inyan of the Mishkan and the Bigdei Kuna, the the Kvanus of Pasuk is... Uh, the general Quran of the Pasik is to add in Labin, meaning, is what we see the special idea by the Mishkan that, that they do want to add lavin into. So we see like almost like a theme going through the building of the Mishkan that the Torah writes things in a certain way in order to add labin, um to the count. So, so, therefore, it's understood also in our Pasik why the Pasuk says lo yikareya. It doesn't say shil lo yikareya, just to give you a reason. It says lo yikare'ah. And why is that? Uh, even though it's not a Russian Bor, that it's a law, that you're not allowed to do something, it's in order to add to the law and to say that this is one of the 365, just like we see other places with the same theme regarding the building of the Mishkan and the Big Day Kahuna, that the Torah writes it in a not such a clear way in order to... Um, and in, in, in the purpose of that is to count it as the minyan halavan. So even though by those other ones, it's not there's no Hachrich that is also coming to explain um, the reasoning, meaning, is uh, let's say, is not only coming to explain why the choyshin was made in that particular way. As we said, there's no hechrich. That's why Rashi doesn't bother explaining it. But, but from the very fact that the Torah tells us that there's a law here, even though we already know that you're not allowed to do, the, that that has to be attached or, and it can't be removed from the and We already know that from the prior words in the Pasek. So why is it telling it us, telling to us again? The reasoning is to tell you that um, the, the, it's not just an essay, but there's also a loisa which is involved. So who then, by us, that even though we already know that you're not supposed to that 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 it's not supposed to be ripped because it says the chavul of sifaris, nonetheless the Torah tells us uh, again, in order to tell you that it's part of the minyan alav. Tass minyanim uflaim ader So from the wondrous ideas. The Rambam paskens that someone who rips. The opening of the meal gets Malkus because it says you shouldn't rip it. it; should not become ripped, I should say. And similarly for all the big dekuna. Those who rip the big dekuna kahuna in a way of destructive, in, in destructive fashion, he gets Malkus. Meaning, if you're ripping it in order to, let's say, to fix it, you need know, to sometimes rip in order to fix the sewing. That's fine, but if you do a derech hashkasa, it would be like. He says "Mappash tas lashon a random Rambam Nimsa she'chrid binhem il sharbig dekhuna". Be sharbig dekhuna like a rakah karin de chashchasa or a karia a karia piamil like mukhalife. He says there's a pashel slosh on a Rambam there's a difference. The reason why he says me is because you look at the ha'ara there are kinds of learn the Rambam in different ways but the simple learning of the Rambam is there's a big difference. By the il it doesn't matter why you ripped it. Even if it was to to fix it. It would still be us. Ashankim, the other big day ku'una, it's only if you're, you're ripping it to destroy them, then you'd be over uh, on the laugh and you get Malchus. The Kosva Achorinibiadasa Ramash, Achiva Malchus, look out, call big day huna, whom it's out of came with Gamer. Lamze, who racked with their Kashkasa, Ashankim, ill, Achiva Malchus, was out of Lavdaikare, Blaza, Kayava Malchus, Bolin. So the Achorinim right. In pure that the chi of Malchus for ripping all the other big dekuna is because it says in the pasuk, you're not allowed to do this to Hashem. Meaning, it's talking about um, you're supposed to be destroying all the places and the avodasars of, of the goyim when you go into Eretz Yisrael, but you're not allowed to do that to Hashem. So, therefore, if you rip the big dek, any of the big dekuna, you're going to be over on this lav. But by the me'il, there's a separate lav. The lav is because it says loy kareh, you're not allowed to rip it. Nothing to do with. Destroying like uh, destroying it, it just says if you're not allowed to rip it. Therefore, you're going to be high of malchus any way that you rip it. So that's the ram. The shittas Rashi in the pashtus of Ksuvim is that the reasoning why the pasuk says loy kareya is not to add another iser. Meaning, according to Rambans, to add another iser. There's one general iser that you're not allowed to destroy anything which is, uh, which, which, which is for Hashem. You're not allowed to destroy the base of Migdash or any of the Bigdash Kuhuna. And then there's an additional lav that specifically by the Ma'il, you're not allowed to rip it in any type of way. But Rashi says this Isr, this posik, this lav, is not coming to add any type of Isr. The only reason why it was said was to tell you that it's part of the Minyan Halav in So it's not adding anything, it's just telling you that this is a lav. So the Rashi, according to Rashi, there's no difference between um, regarding the actual act, between the Mi'il and all the other Begodin. Meaning is, none of the bigodon you're allowed to rip. As we said earlier, it says La Seferis. Since all the big de need to be La Khavul that means you're not allowed to rip any of the big de So I. so what's the difference? The only difference is that by the Me'il, there's a love. So is there an actual difference in the act? No, you're not allowed to rip. As Rachi says, it's only to add a, a lav. So just like Loy Karea means you're not allowed to rip it for any reason. So also Lachavul Seferis, you're not allowed to rip it for any reason. Because when you rip it, it's not Lachavid ul Seferis. So it's not actually adding anything to the lav. It's it's sorry, it's not adding anything to the actions, but you are, are are not allowed to do. It's just telling you that one is is just an, an essay, and the other is a loisa say, but neither and by the Me'il, you're not allowed to rip any of them for any reason. Just by the Me'il, you get Malchus, while the other ones, you would not get Malchus. But you look at the Arah, um, you get more details whether Rashi agrees to this idea that there's a general love of L'Isa HaSemkein L'Hashem um, Right. If there is, Rashi holds of that uh, general love or not, of, of, of destroying things that belong. But either way, even if he does hold of it, still, there would not be a difference it would just be that because he says clearly that there's no difference between the big day kuhuna and the meil it would be allowed for everything. If you just rip it in any way, so yeah, a yud. Mi yenas shalter pirosh Rashi. Lachar any move in p'timisinyan. Madua hevi Rashi ro'ayu mina pasuk la'izach. Our parasha says in the first half of the parasha, la'izach. Lachar, it's not understood. Why is it that Rashi brings a pasuk, a proof from the pasuk la'izach, which is said in our parasha? La'izach is about the and he only brings it after Lois which is talking about the bad which is already said in Parsha Trimah. He should have first brought the proof from Parsha and then only afterwards brought the proof from the Chayshen, which is in our Parsha. And similarly, why does Rashi add the words of a second time? It says by Laisach, Why is he saying that again? Vechain is implying that it's like a, it's like another khidish. So it's not just like. A, if we would have just been a Vava if we would have said, we see this concept here, we also see it here. When we say vechain, and similarly over here, it's in a sense showing that it's, it's it's somewhat different. Therefore he has to say vechain. It's not the same idea, but vechain, we see something similar over here. Why is that not exactly the same point? What's the difference between the two proofs? He says, He says, He says, The reasoning is, um, why he brings he says it must be the lay is an added khidish on Laizah. He first mentions La because that's khidish one, and then there's even greater khidish, La That's why he brings Lay second. And that's also why he brings the word Bechein a second time, because it's not exactly the same thing. There's an added level of khidish there. So birbazah. He says this the love of ripping big or b- ripping the um yeah, that's not such a big chiddush obviously, you're not going to destroy something you're going to destroy the, destroy the big dekuna, that's very understood why that would be us destroying something which is Hashem's meaning it's the moving of the chayshin from the eifide, you're not destroying anything it's no kilkol, but there's still a laf he says, even though you're not destroying it, but the but we understand why we don't want the chayshin being moved because the tasik tells us that iron will carry the names of the B'nai Yisrael and the chayshin Tamid on his heart, and it'll be a in, the, the Bnei Yisrael will be as a car in a constant awareness and a remembrance in front of Hashem when he wears it. So it's a type of limit's with the Binay Yisrael. It's a shus. So therefore, it's understood why it constantly has to be there and to love to make it move. He says, But the command, the reasoning for the command, why the badim, the poles, are not allowed to be removed from the rings of the aren, is not understood at all. He says, He says, The whole purpose of the poles was that the arm should be carried from one place to the next. So I why do the bottom always need to be within the arm? They should only need to be put in when you want to carry it somewhere else. Other' on the contrary Papash so it would seem more appropriate that you'd only put those poles in when you're ready to travel, right meaning is when you're ready to travel then you put it in. but like it looks like if you have it constantly there, it looks like you're always on the run in a sense like even when it's in the base of mikdash, let's say. And, and you still have the poles in there in the base of it It looks like, oh, we might leave it and bring it to somewhere else outside the base of Minas. It just looked like it's there, from kvua. Therefore, Rashi rates v'chein a second time, but we're running the bad they to tell you that the removal of the badim from the rings is a love. It's the same, exactly the same amount of a love as we have by the Kriya and the Kilka uh, that it's not allowed to do that. But why Taka? That's what we're going to see in the next voice. So Yodal, so mahu achen atam lois tshim? what Taka is the reasoning why you cannot remove it. So Alkaach mavor b'sefarachinuch, so the Khaifarachinuch explains. nasser u'laval naser ba'de ha'aren mimeno, pen yitzricham l'seisam aran l'sho makim b'mihiros u'lam y'taychatirda la la'inivdag yofa li'as yasur manu he says the Chinuch writes the reason why we're commanded not to remove the Ba'adim is because lest we shall need to go, take the Aran and leave very quickly and maybe because of our hurriedness and our and our leaving quickly we will not check to make sure that the Ba'adim are in there strong enough and tight enough and they can slip out while we're running away with it but, but since they always need to be in the A'adim And they're not allowed that to be removed. That means that they're going to make the bottom in such a way that it will always be very tight. So in case we ever need to leave, it will always be tight because it was made in a way that's never going to be taken out. So this is a great lesson for the avoid of every individual. He says, in the Aran were the Luchais. That's the concept of Taira. As the Kinech said, the Aran was the Mishkan taira, was the dwelling of the place of the Taira, um, the sanctuary of the Taira. Even a, a, also a Yid who learns taira, he's similar to Aaron. He is a Mishkan for the Taira. So a person can think in his heart at the time that he's Maktish, that he sets aside for learning Torah, especially if this is a person that his whole business, his whole occupation is learning Torah, he can think that I need to be completely separated from everything around me. I need to be completely given over to learning Torah. So there is no place at that moment to think about another Yid. Right, so usually it's a big mile actually. When you're learning Torah, you're, you're, you know, you're supposed to turn off your cell phone, you're supposed to have those zero distractions. So that's a big mile. But even at that moment when you're learning and you're separating yourself from the world and, and focusing on your learning Torah, you still need to have another yid. Um, you still need to think of another yid. So, and this is the lesson that comes from the poles of the are he says, even when the Aaron is found in the Kedishdash, which is the holiest place in the world. And therefore only a King Godl is allowed to enter on Yom Even then the bottom needs to be ready, for always ready the badim always need to be there in order that you should be able to take to the Aaron to the place that it's needed. And not only that, he says removing the badim is the same strict as destroying the big Meaning as if you're learning Tyra and you're not thinking about another year at the same time, that's the same thing as ripping a Tyra, ripping the big Uh Maybe just to show like we also, maybe it's also like what we say in davening that when a person is supposed to learn, it's Lishma, Lilma, Lishma, velasis. A person, of am saying, that um, a person when he's learning, he's supposed to be learning with the idea of uh, to learn, to teach, to fulfill, and to guard. In a sense, is that even when you're learning Torah and you do have that separate type of environment, but always when you're learning, you know it's not just for yourself and for your connection to Hashem, always at that moment, you know it's for yourself, it's to teach others, and to fill the Torah mitzvahs, both the essays and the Laisa essays. So this is what the is telling us over here, it can never be that it's only about you. Even when you're learning, you always need to be ready, and know that this is for someone else. So therefore, if the situation comes up, uh, someone comes in and needs your help, um, and it's a mitzvah, it's a situation that you need to do it, Then you're supposed to get up and do it. Then you can't be completely separated. Like oh my gosh, I need two three hours before I can help you. It always needs to be your way of learning Torah. Needs to be per me with avyisusraol. That uh, it's 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 automatic. When you when you're when you're needed to teach or whatever it has to do according to the dina ha'tayra, you're ready to be there. He says, similarly with the Indian of Tyra, however deep it's going to be, and however much your uh, involved, and you're shakua, and you're sunken in, and you're delving into the Torah, you always need to be ready to bring the Torah to another area, to another time, at every single moment, whenever it's needed. And, and not just like, uh, okay, I'll do it, but it has to be done quickly. If they need you to teach Torah somewhere, you need to be able to do it quickly. To And if you look at the Torah, the Rebbe says this is also similar to the idea of tzedakah in general. When someone needs tzedakah, you're not supposed to you know, push it off. Uh, you have to do it right away. As we know, the story of Dacham Ishkamzu, that um, someone came to him to ask for tzedakah, and he pushed the person off, and the person died because of that. And because of that, he... He, he, he did true his whole life, and he suffered a lot because of it. Um, that he is, when someone needs tzedakah, you always need to be ready to help that person. So, so same thing with tzedakah bruchnis, The a person needs help with Torah and mitzvahs, uh, you always need to be ready to help that individual out.